Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker podcast. This is season two, episode 156. You know, recently, through this last uh, election process, a lot of corruption was exposed during the uh, on both party, both parties, Republican Democrats. Uh, you know, we start with Hillary Clinton accidentally shredding thousands of pieces of official documents, which is a crime within itself. Uh, we have the FBI being suppressed from in investigating it, uh, forwarding charges against her. We have all types of claims about uh, Joe Biden, Donald Trump, and Hunter Biden. Well, let's talk about Hunter Biden. Uh, this this recent uh, development in uh, the laptop uh, scandal. I'm going to play some uh, clips for you just so you kind of get an idea. Uh, they may not be in a chronological order, but uh, after you listen to them, you'll get the idea. And I guess my point is, to, is that you need to really start reconsidering the people that we have in office and uh, what we need to do to change, uh, change the politics in this country because they, they are just driving us, uh, this country down because of their own uh, greed and uh, selfishness and you know we as the American uh, citizens shouldn't have to be dealing with uh, their uh, business exploits, or nor should we have to be paying for it. How long was your recent interview with the FBI, and was it a deposition? I'm sorry, I don't know what you're referring Are you saying that you have not had a recent interview with the FBI since becoming Secretary of State? I'm, uh, I, I'm not sure what you're referring to. Uh, and I'm happy to take that uh, up with you offline. Did the, did the State Department turn over documents to the FBI related to Hunter Biden, Burisma, and or the Blue State Strategies Co Corporation? Uh, you'll have to. Uh, so you have no the, knowledge uh, of this. You have had no. You don't. You are you saying you have had not, not had an interview with would, the FBI it would, since it would not be appropriate for me to comment uh, in a public forum on any uh, legal proceedings that the department. I'm not, asking you to not I'm not asking you to comment on the legal proceedings. I'm just asking if you've been interviewed by the FBI since becoming Secretary of State. Um, again, I'm not going to comment one way or another on any uh, legal proceedings or not uh, that may or may not have uh, happened. Have you um, sought to let me remind the gentleman that the topic of this hearing is Afghanistan. Free tax USA. Free? Kind of a soft defense agreement like we tried in 1994 when they gave up their nukes. That didn't work. Or to admit them into NATO, and then you potentially have a, a, a severe escalation where the Russians feel like they have to go to war. I, I really, I'm not, I'm not here to deliver good news and be a phony. I don't think there are any good options at this point. There's only temporary bad options. So, Dan, let's talk about Hunter Biden, because the New York Times, uh, you know the story, is, has recently said, put out a story saying that they did authenticate his laptop. It was his laptop. GOP's talking about possibly probing him or probing this after the midterms. Does that happen? 
And why aren't Democrats talking about this? Other, other media outlets aren't talking about it. There was a recent survey that said the majority of Democrats don't even know about this story. Well, there's a reason they want this Hunter Biden laptop story to go away, and it's not the obvious one. Well, it would reflect poorly on Hunter Biden. Listen, the media doesn't care about Hunter Biden. They care about protecting Democrats. Let's get that straight, okay? They'd throw Hunter Biden overboard tomorrow if they thought it would save Joe Biden. The reason they need this laptop story to go away is because Ukraine has been a piggy bank for swamp rats on both sides of the political aisle for decades. If you were pro-Russia or pro-European in Ukraine, you could make a fortune and make American lobbyists and former politicians and swamp rats a fortune by lobbying Congress for either side, okay? Everybody knows that. Hunter Biden and his job over there was symptomatic of a larger swamp problem. And in order to make that problem go away, they were afraid when Donald Trump got in office that he was going to look into this, which he did. That was the whole essence of the impeachment thing, saying, hey, what's going on over there? And they said it was a quid pro quo. They wanted Trump gone. And you think it's a coincidence, guys, that the exact same people, the same group of people who were involved in the collusion hoax, who had meetings at the White House, with the whistleblower in the Ukraine hoax, were the same people involved in the impeachment hoax? They had to make Donald Trump go away. They didn't want him looking into the Ukrainian piggy bank at all. So when the collusion hoax didn't work, they moved on to step two, the impeachment hoax. It's the same people. I'm going to cover it in detail using left-wing political reports on my podcast. It's irrefutable. Yeah. It's not a conspiracy theory. They actually had meetings at the White House afterwards with the same group of people. That's why they need the laptop to go away, because it's symptomatic of a larger problem. Swamp rats making money in Ukraine for either side. Well, it is curious that the after 17 months of radio silence, the New York Times suddenly, out of nowhere, suddenly addresses it to fix their history with the story. Well, there's a reason for that, Steve. There's either one of two explanations here. Either Hunter Biden is about to get indicted and they're trying to massage the story exactly. early on, or the New York Times has decided Joe Biden, the polling is just too bad that they need to send the signal with a wink and a nod. He needs to go away before the next election. 100%. We need a different candidate. I, you yeah, know what? A, we, we said the yeah. same thing on Friday because it's like, wh why do they suddenly snap out of the hibernation? Meanwhile, right. we want to go out to Colorado real quick. Right. I want to ask you about Hunter Biden, because you write about this in some level of detail in the book. Joe Biden, when he was a candidate, Jen Psaki, both dismissed this as it's just Russian disinformation. Now, none other than the New York Times has confirmed, yes, indeed, there was a laptop that was dropped off at a shop in Delaware, and yes, indeed, it had emails on it that are now being investigated by the Department of Justice. You say that you yelled at President Trump when he asked you about it. You said, Mr. President, I can't talk about that. I'm not going to. Trump protested, you know, if that was one of my kids, and you said, damn it, Mr. President, I'm not going to talk to you about Hunter Biden, period. You are no longer in office, so let's get you to talk about it. Where do you think this is headed? Well, I, you know, I, I'm limited in what I can say, because I don't want to discuss any possible ongoing investigations, but my reaction to the president there was obviously uh, resisting the idea of injecting uh, a criminal investigation of one of the candidate's children into the race uh, when when there hasn't been any definitive judgment over at the Department of Justice. So I made it clear uh, I wasn't going to discuss criminal cases with him, especially ones that he might have an interest in. Uh, so I would, I would still do that today. But I was very disturbed during the debate when, when uh, candidate Biden lied to the American people about the laptop. He squarely confronted with the laptop and he suggested that it was 
Russian disinformation and pointed to the letter written by some intelligence people that was baseless, which he knew was a lie. And I was shocked by that. And fortunately, the DNI came out and said, no, it's not disinformation. The FBI said the same thing. Media ignored it. So when you're talking about interference in an election, I can't think of anything more than that. Knowing what you know of the case, do you think that there is any legal liability for the president here? Perhaps not while he's in office. I wouldn't want to venture an opinion on that. Let me ask it a different way, Bill. So obviously there was the media coverage of this, which obviously is being highlighted, was all over the place and atrocious. And now there's the New York Post, for example. The headline right now is the White House ignores its Hunter problem. Suddenly, Jen Psaki can't comment on something that she commented on many, many times before. So does the White House have a problem here? Well, I think now that, you know, from a political standpoint, now that this is in people's consciousness and had been suppressed up till now, obviously they have a hot potato. And just to see how they handle it will be interesting. With Hunter, that is false. When the New York Post published its scoop about Hunter Biden's laptop in October of 2020, the media labeled the report Russian disinformation. Social media platforms blocked access to the story, and the Democratic presidential candidate dismissed it as nonsense. I know you'd ask, and I have no response. Another smear campaign, right up your alley. Never trust you on that. Seventeen months later, the New York Times has finally acknowledged that Hunter Biden's business dealings are legitimate news. Imagine the surprise. The Times suddenly publishes a piece about Hunter Biden's tax affairs and slips into the 24th paragraph that its reporters have finally verified the emails on that laptop are real. The problem is that this vindication of the Post comes a year and a half after the presidential election. One catalyst for the New York Post investigation in 2020 was a Senate committee report put together by Ron Johnson and Chuck Grassley. Released long before the election, it outlined Hunter's business dealings and the, quote, extortion and counterintelligence concerns they raise. The liberal media and members of the other political party chose to dismiss our work. They even falsely claimed that our work was Russian disinformation. There have been reports of the Bidens cashing in on the Biden name for many, many years, dating back to when Joe Biden was a senator. Even while admitting the laptop emails are authentic, it's worth noting that the Times still isn't addressing this question of Hunter's influence peddling or his father's knowledge of it. Its recent story was instead pegged to the news that Hunter had paid off a chunk of his back taxes and that a federal probe continues into his finances. To this day, neither Hunter Biden or the Biden campaign have denied that the laptop was Hunter's. At the time, an attorney for Rudy Giuliani told Fox News that it was dropped off at a computer repairman's shop and never picked up. I saw stuff and I was concerned. I was concerned that somebody might want to come looking for this stuff eventually. And I wanted it out of my shop. Then came the revelations from Hunter's former business partner, Tony Bobolinsky, who went public with documents backing up some of the laptop's contents. In that email, there's no question that H stands for Hunter, big guy for his father, Joe Biden. Yet the media ignored the Bobolinsky revelations, focusing instead on some 50 partisan intelligence officials who circulated a statement claiming that the laptop was Russian disinformation, even as they admitted they had no evidence. 
the result was a blackout of the hunter news in most places with twitter blocking the post's account for nearly two weeks and facebook using algorithms to quash the story last night the republican house judiciary committee posted the story on their website a government website and this morning twitter has censored it the question now is whether pressure will build for Mr. Biden to answer some of the questions put to him before he became president. Right now, the White House is deflecting. Again, uh, I'd point you to the Department of Justice and Hunter Biden's representatives. Um, I'm a spokesperson for the United States. He doesn't work for the United States. Today, it seems there's much more for our reborn media sleuths at The Times and other outlets to investigate. The question is the same now as it was before the election. Just how much did Joe Biden know about his son's efforts to cash in on the Biden family name or to leverage the former vice president's authority? Do you think it was wrong for him to take that position, no. knowing that it was really because but, that company wanted access to you? Well, that's not true. You're saying things you do not know what you're talking about. No one said that. Who said that? Your son did make a lot of money. There are some reports fifty to $80,000 a month in an Ukrainian company while you were vice president. Also had dealings with a Chinese state government-run company while you were vice president. Was that wrong? No, there's nothing he's, there's nothing asserted that he did anything that was illegal. Nothing. Not saying illegal. What we knew to be true all along, that the Hunter Biden laptop story is real and not Russian disinformation, it's time for some answers to serious questions raised by Hunter's CD tie. And these aren't questions about the political consequences for Joe Biden. They represent massive national security concerns. So, of course, the White House is trying to sweep it all under the rug. The New York Times reported this week that her son remains under criminal investigation. Does the president still intend to stay out of that case? Yes, it's the Department of Justice, and I'm pointing to them. How is President Biden navigating conflicts of interest when it comes to uh, sanctioning people who have done business with his family? And can you explain to us what this $3.5 million was for? I don't have any confirmation of the accuracy of that report, so I have no more further details. Uh, conflicts of interest, though, how he's navigating those when deciding sanctions? What would be his conflicts of interest? Uh, well, his son's company allegedly got $3.5 million. From which I have no confirmation of, and he has continued to sanction oligarchs more than we've ever sanctioned in the past. So I'm not sure that's a conflict of interest. You heard her. Nothing to see here. Move along. Please, what a crock. We need transparency and answers from this administration on why an oligarch who handed Hunter millions of dollars is apparently not being sanctioned. Because right now, the message this sends is that doing business with Hunter gets you a free pass from old Joe. Now, if Trump's kids were taking cash from Russian oligarchs, it would lead on newscasts like CNN, MSNBC, and the other networks every single night. But because it's Biden's son who's doing the influence peddling, the media is trying to distract you with phony Russia fear-mongering. The Ferris wheel of Russian propaganda is spinning wildly amid the invasion of Ukraine. A big problem in social media has been misinformation and policing misinformation. I trust Stelter and CNN to police misinformation about as much as I trust a fox to watch a hen house. Because the ultimate purveyors of dis and misinformation are the media. 
Delta himself was among those who eagerly sought to falsify, to falsely slime the Hunter Biden story as fake news back in 2020. U.S. authorities are seeing if those emails we just talked about are connected to an ongoing Russian disinformation effort. Huh. For all we know, these emails are made up, or maybe some are real and others are fakes, we don't know. But we do know that this is a classic example of the right-wing media machine. Well, people, that's what you have. You have a whole Democratic Party lying about everything they've been doing while America is getting flushed. by these communists that are within our country that we consider to be our political figures. They sell you out. And we've learned a lot lately since Biden's been in office. Regardless of what you think of Trump, and now before I didn't think either one of them were really good candidate at all but with the amount of lies and deception and corruptive activities the Democratic Party has been involved in and the media itself these people were so intent on pushing Trump out of office that look what they created you're going to be paying six dollars in a a gallon for gas. Inflation is and prices on things of are a point we've haven't seen and what we haven't seen. And they continue to keep growing. Our fuel costs go up as Biden shuts down all of our natural resources in the United States for a simple simple reason. He is part of the global energy party which makes money. They have investments in uh, in energy. So every time one of those Russian 110, probably $125 gallon barrels of oil are sold, guess who makes money on it? Which seems kind of ridiculous considering we have our own oil wells that we lease to foreign countries. We should just cut those contracts out. Um, the Bidens are making the restrictions on our refining plants in the U.S. so tough that most of them can't keep up and they shut down. They shut down the pipelines. They shut down the states who really are based on fuel production, putting people out of work. Well, Hunter Biden is out there making $3 million with his nose up everybody's ass. And who gets a cut of that money? Big Joe. Sleepy Joe. So people, you know what? I don't know who you voted for. But you should have done some research. And for you that voted for Joe Biden, 
and you see what's going on now because of Joe Biden, you only got one person to blame. I don't give a shit what all these people have to say. You know what? The media lies. The news lies. People nowadays have to start using their own two eyes to see what's going on instead of worrying about what everybody else's bullshit what's going on, you know? So, there's not much more to tell you. You've heard the clips. They're pretty self-explanatory. Um, you know, I, ho I hope uh, it is investigated. I hope he is uh, taken into custody. And I hope he is put in jail. Because if it were you, were you and I, how do you think... How do you think the law enforcement would be treating us? We both we'd all be in jail. So until then, this is Mike Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker podcast, season two, episode one fifty six. And just remember, if you're a dark alleyway, dark room, dark place, dark sidewalk, dark street, dark alley, and you don't know where the back door or the side window is, and you hear footsteps coming up behind you, first of all, ask yourself, what the hell am I doing there? And Hey, you may be on one of our episodes and not as a guest. <laughs>